ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the UCB Franklin Theater. Please welcome to the stage, DJ Blue Dream and Sean Fisher! too effing high right now. Anybody? Okay, okay. I see some hands or some woos. Nice. Whew, I am so high. I'm so high. You okay, Sean? Yeah, I'm you just good? trying to, I, I'm trying to figure out how stool works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Pretty high. Pretty high. I'm honestly, if I'm being completely honest, I'm a little cross-faded because of like a holiday party earlier. Is anyone here kind of cross-faded? Whew, I know that is. Okay. No, no, it's clear. It's clear from the energy of that woo that there's a little alcohol in that woo. I like it. It's perfect. Um, welcome to the show. We have such a great show for you guys tonight. First of all, please keep it going for Philip Labes with the yes. pre-roll music. Woo! We call that the pre-roll. A little beautiful musical taste to get you started. What is this show? This show is a show where we bring on some of the funniest comedians, the funniest people we know, some of the finest talents we know. We get them high on cannabis, and we give them a bunch of comedic challenges to prove that marijuana makes everything funnier. That's the premise of the show, and it's a scientific experiment. Right now, there is a control group happening at a different theater in Burbank <laughs> with comedians who look exactly like the ones yep. we're going to have. <laughs> we're doing voice same. to text of this show. That's <laughs> right. And they're not, they're completely stone cold sober yep, at midnight. Yep. Word for word reproduction. <laughs> Catch it next week at the Hayworth Theater. <laughs> That's right. Um, this is Sean Fisher. Hey, everybody. So, Sean, if you, ha if you haven't been, who, who here is for the first, who, who here? Oh, I'm so high. Who here is here for the first time? Oh, welcome! welcome you can to the tell because they raised their hands. <laughs> yeah. And there's a cloud of smoke obscuring all of you. <laughs> it's so polite. Sean does a little segment at the end of the show we call the wrap up, mm -hmm. where the premise is right now, Sean is going to get high. He's going to get progressively higher through the show. I and promise. At the end of the show, what's that? I promise. You promise. It's a, it's a, it's a contract. And at the end of the show, <laughs> He is going to summarize everything that happened in the show in the form of freestyle rap. How do you feel about that, Sean? I feel like I've been preparing for this my whole life, okay. and I only realized its full purpose right now. <laughs> wow, that's a deeper answer. Uh, how high are you right now? Ooh, man, I'm definitely... <laughs> you know when you're like, ah, I'll get only a little bit high before the show so I can, <laughs> we can have a place to go from there. Uh -huh. And I definitely feel like I'm at a nine already. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll see you in about 22 right. minutes when that edible kicks in. <laughs> if at any point you see me just like... Just breathing? Just let me do my thing. I'll be ready when it's time. Uh, I just need to collect myself. That's, is anyone here at a 10 right now? You think you're at a 10? Anyone? No, good. That's an honest answer, because if you were at a 10, you wouldn't be able to answer. So. No, I, exactly. I feel like the 10s are like, I should say something. <laughs> oh, should I? But I don't want to make this about me. <laughs> I'm just going to have this panic attack in silence. <laughs> Guys, before all of that happens, please... Give it up for the Sultan of Sativa, King Kush, Marijuana Maharaja, His Highness, the highest host in the world, James Mastriani! 
boy. What's up, stoners? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this cable took my seat. Um, guys, welcome. Welcome. So excited. Got a great show for you guys. I'm very high. I'm so, I'm so fucking high. I'm, I, I feel like, um, you know when you're like really high and you know like your most comfortable state, even staying awake, like completely conscious, is like just with your eyes closed? Like I could 100% do this entire show. I'd be fine. You guys would be weirded out for sure if I just did this whole show just with my eyes closed. Like this is great right now. I love this. This is so nice. Um, super excited. We've got some really great comedians. They're high right now. We got them high. I watched them get high. Um, not in a creepy way. Um, and uh, they're going to come out. And they're going to do some comedic challenges for you guys. And, you know, um, you, guys are, you guys are a bunch of stoners. You get it. You know what it's like to, like, get high and have to do anything. Um, well, they're getting high and being forced to come and do comedy. So, um, you know, good vibes, good vibes, good vibes, good vibes. Uh, <laughs> I'll never say that again. Uh, I hated every moment of it. Uh, but before we meet our uh, comedians tonight, uh, we're going to jump into this first segment here. This first segment is called Ideas. Eureka! It's a idea. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. <laughs> um, so ideas are basically, um, you know, I smoke a lot of weed. And uh, sometimes thoughts come to me, ideas come to me. And uh, I'm, you know, going to share some with you right now. So that's what ideas is. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's very warm. Autocorrect could also be called robot splaining. Christmas is basically about two men. One is a fictional character that we made up to teach our kids how to be good. And the other one is Santa Claus. Speaking of, do we even know if Jesus is a birthday guy to begin with? Because we go hard every year. 
And he may hate this. And he's been through a lot. He's been through a lot. Guy has holes in his hands, you know? <laughs> you know what would be confusing? Is if you wanted to rob the bank teller, but not the bank. <laughs> no, I, I want your money. No, your money. I, um, I like to drink a lot of coffee. And uh, when I do, I usually use quite a bit of cream and sugar, which makes me think that I don't actually like coffee. I think what I really like is surprise diarrhea. <laughs> Also, surprise diarrhea is redundant. <laughs> All diarrhea is a surprise. <laughs> Sorry, man, I can't hang out. I got, uh, I got a 4 p.m. diarrhea that I've had in the books for the last two weeks. Last one here, I promise. It would be so stressful to go to a barber shop if our hair was capable of screaming. <laughs> Just every snip, just, <laughs> just a whale. <laughs> In the lobby, trying to pretend that you're looking through a magazine. <laughs> That's ideas, you guys. That's ideas. Um, are you guys ready for our panel of stoned comedians? Yeah, awesome. Uh, let's get some energy going. Let's get a round of applause here going. Yeah, there we go. Please welcome out Drew Trogi, Christine Bullitt, and Giovanni Linneo. There they are. Welcome, welcome. Um, how's it going, guys? Oh, we're great. So yeah. good. Awesome, awesome. So, um, 
we always ask uh, we always ask our guests at the very at the very top of the show here. And, and Giovanni, I'll start with you. Okay. Um, yes. Yes. What uh, what is your just so we get an idea here? What what is your current relationship to cannabis? I don't I don't smoke very often, but when I do, I enjoy it very much. <laughs> and more and more more recently i okay more recently great yeah are you finding like a rhythm with it or are you finding no, a little bit of- i haven't measured what's right <laughs> <laughs> you're still winging it you're- i don't know how to get to the sweet spot I'm right like, i'm just flying by the seat of my pants <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, you're doing great. You're doing great. I don't know. You're soaring. You're soaring. This is so awful. I'm so upset. I can't. We have. I mean, we have to talk about what I'm wearing. (laughs) We can't just keep sitting on it. We do have to talk about this. We can't keep sitting on it. This is very sweet. We have to talk. This is a very. This is a very sweet thing. I don't know. So, I don't know. so, just to just, just for context here, um, I I had the three of you guys on because um, all three of you guys are, are are really great sketch comedians, and in the, in the email, in the email when I had asked them to come on the show, I had brought up like you know, um, uh, like like creating characters and that sort of thing. And so Giovanni and It was unclear, I misunderstood the email. <laughs> Giovanni thought that what I meant was that she should come as a character. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought I thought we were supposed to come as what, a character. So, uh, what is yeah, your character? What's the character? <laughs> matter anymore it doesn't matter because i'm here and i didn't bring a change of clothes i thought i like i like thought about it a lot i thought i created a character that was going to just amaze you it's an original character it was going to amaze you (laughs) and i got all excited and then i came in and everybody was dressed normal And it was terrifying. It's, uh, it's just awful, it. you guys. No, you know? I want to say it's fun. I want to say it's enough that I'm comfortable and cozy. But it's uncomfortable. Because <laughs> you didn't know. It was not a costume thing. Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, Giovanni, how, how high are you right now on a scale of 1 to 10? I mean, I just wish you'd move on. So I can just... <laughs> I just need to sit and think. I just need to sit and think. Fair enough. Just Thank talk you. To Christina. Thank, thank you for being here. Giovanni Linneo. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. Uh, Christine, how Hello. about uh, how about you? What is what is your current relationship to cannabis? Um I, I smoke pretty infrequently, like every okay. every couple months. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very. So not, not very often. All right. Smoke yeah. weed. Very rarely. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 
Um, and, and, and do you have a do you have a specific um, do you, when you do partake? Yeah. Do you have a specific way you like to do it? Do you like to smoke? Do you vape? Do you eat it? M- mostly vaping, but then you know I've gotten into edibles a little bit, but they just really freak me the fuck out because yeah, it takes so long to hit my system, and then I'm like, I need a second dose, yeah. and then I'm gone for like two days. Oh man, <laughs> absolutely. That that's the age old story of yeah. eating weed. I yeah. agree. Seems like you do it a lot. <laughs> Like every other day. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and uh, how high are you right now on a scale of one to ten? I'm like probably like a six. Six. Yeah. Okay. Great. All right. Great. Um, well, thank you for being here. Thank you for having yeah, me, Christine. <laughs> um, Drew, what is hi? Uh, hi. What uh, what is your current relationship to you? So you've been on the show before. I have. Right? I have no memory, but I had a great time. <laughs> like, uh, um, and you won't remember this one either. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, my current relationship. I like every night. I usually just get a little high, like it just by right. myself. Yeah, just because you know, nice indica. Yeah, I like a little hybrid. Okay. And occasionally I'll do like an edible. Like if I have like a day off, I'll, right. I'll do an edible and I'll go to a movie because I'm that bitch. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? <laughs> you guys are like, that's all of us. So, you know, okay. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I'm very casual, but I, I probably like every night, like just to wind down. I don't smoke during the day though. Okay. Yeah. So you never use it um, creatively at all? Not really. Not no. Really. I mean, right. sometimes I'll have something that I'll that I'll jot down, but then it's like just mired in bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, awesome. And how how high are you right now? Honestly? Very. I'm very <laughs> high. I like. I didn't think I was, and then I walked out here, and I'm like, what? Yeah. There so is I'm great. About, I feel really good. Yeah. There is something about walk like getting high back there. And then walking out, and you guys don't know this. You guys don't know this perspective. Showbiz, you guys, Hollywood. You. <laughs> we should have one audience member right now go backstage yes. and come have it. Yeah, yeah. Feel what it is. Yeah, who wants to see what that feels like? Great. I got you. Okay. Let's you do wanna... it. Okay, so you go go backstage. Go backstage. And I don't know, maybe, maybe like turn around three times let's just like make it a little fun yeah turn around and I'll give you some entrance music yeah we'll give you some... here comes Avery great right. <laughs> I'm part of the show <laughs> I've never seen that guy before but <laughs> security security <laughs> he's really friendly and he keeps coming back fair, yeah. so he's, he's up to good that's fair and coming to the stage, All right. Avery. How do you feel? How do you feel? You spun around a lot. <laughs> you spun around a lot? Yeah, well, you told me to spin, so I was like, I'm just going to keep going. Hello. Oh, I've always wanted to talk in one of these. <laughs> you did it, man. I love your outfit, by the way. Your dreams came. See, see what weed does, you guys. See what weed does. I'm gonna be up here one day. Just watch. Here, it's today. It's today. You're here. You'll make it. You earned it. Thank you. 
Avery, Avery, yeah. what was your experience like, you know, from well, spinning and I coming out? I thought I was going to go somewhere else, but it was just that brick wall. <laughs> Crazy, right? Where did you I think was it was going to go? I a, a room, and I was like, right. okay, and you shut the curtain, and I was like, all right. So it's so, best to yeah. lower your expectations <laughs> if you want to make it in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, I know it looks, seems like Oz is back there. <laughs> But it's um, it's another brick wall. It's a wall. <laughs> yep. Just another brick wall. <laughs> That's right. Uh, just another. Did, brick did you have any weird feelings in terms of like being high and just coming out here? Was it weird for you at all? It's always weird for me when I first step out and I see everybody. Yeah. Was that weird for you at all? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Great. But like, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Great. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Avery, everybody. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Hey, stoners, for more information about past shows that we've done, future shows we're going to do, check out I'm2EffingHigh.com. Let's get to our first segment of challenges here, you guys. This, uh, this segment is called the hypothetical situation. Hypothetical situation. And the hypothetical situation is basically um, you guys are high, and I'm going to give you a hypothetical situation, and you're going to act that hypothetical situation out. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah. And um, anybody can, you know, jump in or, or uh, you know, add whatever they like. Um, but first, we have to figure out, we always have a theme for every hypothetical situation. So uh, we got to check in with the um, hypothetical situation random theme generator. All right. Let's see here. There's the noise. <laughs> Elves. Elves. Oh, I really oh. wanted snow. <laughs> <laughs> pretty close. Pretty close. Um, so, whoop, let me pull up my, nope, wrong document here. I'm so high. Here we go. All right. Uh, Drew, you're going to go first. All right, great. So, so what is that? Elves? Elves <laughs> is the theme. That's the theme, but I'm, I'm okay. going to give you your situation here. Oh, okay. that's a hypothetical situation. Yes, yes. Hi. So, hello, hello. I'm fine. Um, get comfortable. Make, okay. Yeah, don't, right. don't trip. Okay, I'm good. Um, so, Drew, your hypothetical situation is you are an inspirational grassroots presidential candidate. And you're running on a platform of universal elf care. And this is a speech you're giving at a rally promising you will put an elf in every house to help with the needs of families or individuals. Does that make sense? No. Yeah. <laughs> right. People. Elves. Regular people, I'm here to tell you about the power of the truth in your home. Now, have you ever been caught with your hand in the pickle patch? <laughs> Brenda, I'm talking to you, honey, okay? You need a little elf that's gonna tell your family you're the one digging pickles out, okay? 
helps, helps help us tell the truth. Because we regular people can't tell it. We don't know it. We commit crimes against ourselves and our families. You, y'all, I mean, hear me out now, all right, y'all? Y'all get me. Thank you. But every little home. Now, if I'm elected, whether you got a home or not, well, I'll get you a home. You don't trust me? It's in the bag. In the bag. But each little home's gonna have an elf in it, okay? And that elf's gonna help you tell the truth, which you cannot do without an elf. Good night. Drew Drogi! <laughs> I love that it's the little elf will help you tell the truth. It's so funny to me. <laughs> um, awesome. Christine, you're going to go next. Oh my God, I'm losing my top. <laughs> Not that top, this top. All right, let's do it. All right. Um, oh, you can also grab the microphone as well. I'm going to go without it. Okay, great. We're going without it. Let's do it. So, um, your situation is you work at the makeup brand ELF which stands for eyes, lips, face. But you believe the future of makeup is elbows, legs, and feet. And you're giving a passionate speech to the bosses of the company to try to go in this direction. Does that make sense? Awesome, great. Christine Bullen, everybody. member of ELF and we've been doing makeup for a really long time and we're definitely at the forefront of the best things to put on your face. <laughs> now, I am here today because I love my owner, Sue Margra. Um, I just want to say um, in front of all these people, I have a really fun thought going forward for our brand. So we're known for eyes and Right. Oh man, I you have to keep mine really simple. 
Okay. <laughs> Seriously, like, when they were doing their, you're, they were doing when you were doing theirs. I was like, I don't remember the beginning of the sentence. <laughs> like, what am I gonna do when it's my turn? This is gonna be all so bad. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. Oh it's man, gonna be amazing. I'm really nervous. <laughs> I'm really nervous. No, we all <laughs> love you. We all, we're we're right here with you. <laughs> I have right to like, with you. I have to deal with the ramifications of my mistake and like I'm like wa I'm watching the th thing and I'm like, that's what we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> oh man, I wore this whole thing and that was what we were doing and I didn't know. Uh, now I just have to sit in it. <laughs> But that's okay. <laughs> Everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> okay, let's do it. <laughs> Giovanni. Giovanni. If it helps, Giovanni, you can be the character that you plan to come as. <laughs> no, you don't have to tell no, us. No, 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 no. No, no one will ever see that amazing character. <laughs> Because it was meant for a different show. <laughs> okay, all right. All I'm, right. A, I've, I'm a performer. I'm comfortable. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> all right. You ready? Mm-hmm. So, uh, your hypothetical situation is you are a super militant elf on the shelf who trained with Navy SEALs. And you're giving a presentation to Santa... <laughs> about the rise of naughtiness around the globe. So you're 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 a super super militant elf. Super militant elf on the show. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I trained I trained with the new museum. Yes. <laughs> I'm an elf. I trained with okay. Yes. <laughs> And, and you're here telling Santa Claus about the naughtiness that's spreading across the globe. I have to tell Santa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Okay. That's so many things. Oh my God. Um, Santa. Santa, I got bad, bad news. <laughs> Santa is so bad. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm very militant, Santa. <laughs> Nobody told you about my training, but I, um, I train with the Navy SEALs. Um, anyway, oh man, the naughtiness. Santa. You have to act soon <laughs> I've told you <laughs> And then he exits <laughs> and he, that's the end of the scene because he exited Giovanni Linneo. I love that. I love that uh, you use the microphone at the very end of the of the bit. Um, that was great. How are you doing? 
oh man it's it's scary yeah it's scary and hard but you know we do it because we love it (laughs) (laughs) you're doing great you're doing great Mm -hmm. um that was awesome guys that was great uh that was the hypothetical situation give them a round of applause Um, so, um, we do this every show as well, every month. Um, we do a segment here where we invite, first of all, invite anybody here to go ahead and partake in, uh, uh, the blaze bit here, but also we always have a special guest to come and, uh, entertain us during our blaze bit. Please welcome Monty Montepar. Thank you, James. Hello, everyone. Hello. Uh, welcome to the Blaze Bit, everybody. You know what that means. If you don't, just think like a little harder about it. Yeah, that's that little bit. So 10 years ago, I was in Vegas for the holidays. And Vegas is a lot like the holidays. If you can get over how fucked up the whole thing is, it can be a pretty good time. And I was there with my then-girlfriend, now (laughs) ex-wife. I know. Spoiler, right? (laughs) But don't worry. This story takes place on the uptick. We're in that fun getting to know each other's family part of the relationship. And we're staying with her mom and brother. My future ex-mother and (sighs) brother-in-law. Which, if divorce is anything, it's really good practice with prefix, suffixes, and tense. (laughs) I'd met them a few times, but we'd never cohabitated before. We're going to stay with them for a couple weeks. It's the first night we're there, and we're getting ready to go out to Thai food. And her mom says, Monty, sometimes before we go out to Thai food, we like to smoke a little weed. Would you like to smoke a little weed with us? (laughs) Now, this did seem out of character for a woman whose most recent gift was Bible scripture wind chimes. (laughs) But I was looking to impress my future ex-in-laws. And this opportunity was right in my wheelhouse. (laughs) I looked at my girlfriend. She looked concerned. She did not smoke weed, and she had warned me that her mom and brother might ask me to smoke with them while we were there. Uh, Her brother was ex-military intelligence, kind of a clean-cut guy, but lived in Topanga for a couple years, so you know what I mean. And and I guess they've been smoking together. It's like a bonding experience since they started living together. Either way, my girlfriend told them she wasn't sure if I smoked weed. In hindsight, there were a few things in that relationship we were unsure about, but we were sure as shit I smoked weed, which now meant that she's nervous because she knows it's up to me how I want to play this, and I'm already having a little bit too much fun by the way I say, oh, weed? Oh, Yes, I will smoke a little weed with you. Oh, that sounds nice. 
And her mom says, oh, great. Derek will go get his bong. It makes the smoke so much smoother. And don't worry, you don't have to take a big hit. Derek will show you how to use it. And I look at my girlfriend again, and she looks very concerned because I have a shit-eating grin on my face. And both of us know that the line between impressing people with your marijuana skills and coming off as a super stoner is razor thin. (laughs) Yeah, see, I have been habitually smoking marijuana since I was 16 years old. And I'm from Summit County, Colorado, the high altitude, fertile crescent that birthed Colorado's cannabis culture. That's right. There's five ski areas, which means all kinds of hippies and a prevailing marijuana positive attitude. Uh, Growing up, there were just like high times cover quality nugs everywhere. And my first drug dealer eyed out quarters by using the inside of a frisbee golf disc (laughs) not to mention that the whole place is above 9,000 feet so everybody has increased lung capacity (laughs) if smoking weed was long distance running I grew up in Kenya Not to mention that then I spent most of my adult life as a ski bum. And I don't know what it is about ripping bongs and skiing powder. Probably something that has to do with feeling like you're floating while you're feeling like you're floating. (laughs) All of this has left me with a, uh, at this point, I'd say like, um, Bubba Gump level level of uh, of bong experience. You know what I mean? We're talking plastic bongs, Pyrex bongs, glass bongs, one foot bong, two foot bong, three foot bong, four foot bong, one chamber bong, two chamber bong. You got your three chamber bong. You got your pull slide bong. You got your thumb car bong. You got your no car bong. Not cool. <laughs> You got your gravity bong in a bucket, your gravity bong in a sink. You got your gravity bong in a bathtub. Gravity bong in a river, gravity bong in the ocean. (laughs) Vietnam era gas mask bong. DIY Gatorade bottle and a pen you stole from Walmart is a stem bong. That one you got in Mexico that has a clay figure of a woman wrapped around it with a red bikini and a 3XXX bottle in her hand bong. Earth bong, rock bong, and glacier bong. That's right. So much bong experience that while Derek gave me a bong lesson, I felt like I was on undercover boss. <laughs> like at the end, I was going to be like, sorry, Derek, but I was the bong boss all along. <laughs> but you did such a good job explaining it, I'm going to pay for your kid's college tuition. <laughs> and he did. Derek did a what he such a thorough bong lesson did I receive from Derek and his bong was very clean which I appreciate Uh, and it was very nice he had a half meter glass on glass roar with a pre-bubbler and a three dimple ice catch German engineering at its finest the bong the bong Hitler would have used if he was chill (laughs) 
<laughs> and he took me through it step by step. You know, you want to crumble the weed up kind of fine, pack it in the bowl, but not too tight. Apply the flame gently, slow and steadily inhale until the chamber is full uh, to your desired amount. And then pause, pull the slide, inhale more. But don't worry. If you don't want to inhale all of it, you can stop and pull away and tap down on the top of it. And most of the weed will stay in the bong. And then exhale and come back and take the rest of it. This is a technique known as the bong saver. It's frowned upon by many traditionalists. <laughs> but it's a very nice thing to teach a beginner. I was like, man, this guy is such a nice guy. He'd be a great brother. And he was. But he's not anymore. Because <laughs> if divorce is anything else, it's a great teacher of reality. <laughs> And then, Derek, and then Derek did a demo for me. And he gently put the flame to the bong. And he gently uh, inhaled until the, until the chamber was like just before opaque. And he paused. And then he pulled the slide. And he inhaled about half of it. And he pulled away. And he tapped down. And he checked in with me to be like, do you see this? Do you see what I'm doing? <laughs> and I looked at him like, I am with you. <laughs> And, uh, and he exhaled, and he came back, inhaled the rest of it, exhaled again. Civilized. <laughs> and his mom was so proud. She was, like, clapping proud. And I was like, if you like that, I'm about to knock the fucking doors off this place. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. And he hands me this bomb. <laughs> and I know it from its feel. <sighs> Yes, yes, a dear friend of mine carried one in his skateboard bag the whole time, the first time I went to college. <laughs> and uh, Derek refreshes the bowl. Like I said, he was a nice guy. <laughs> and I gently apply the flame, just like I was taught. And I slowly and steadily inhale, just like I was taught, until the bong is just under opaque. And I pause, just like I was taught. And then instead of pulling my head away from the bong, I pull harder on the tube at a gear that was not taught during the lesson. <laughs> and smoke billows into the chamber quickly like it's going to explode. And it goes through all the phases of opaque. First, skim milk, then... <laughs> Pina Colada Sobe. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> finally, right when you're like, damn, Tom Sawyer probably asked me to point and paint a fence with that shit, I stopped. <laughs> and I looked at my girlfriend. <laughs> and at this point, she'd skip past concern and was just over this shit. <laughs> and she's like, just do whatever fucking thing you're going to do and get out of here. I can't believe I have to hang out with you idiots for two weeks. <laughs> because her mom and brother were transfixed. They were looking at me like I had a garden hose in my mouth. And they were daring me to turn it on. I pulled the slide and sucked like they were testing me at NASA. Sarge, you just sucked the ball through the machine. <laughs> 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 
I cleared the chamber. <sighs> a roar with a pre-bub and an ice catch is a smooth hit. <laughs> Not as smooth as a glacier bong, but nothing is. <laughs> and then the real dilemma. What smoke trick do you close with? <laughs> I mean, you know, a rip curl is satisfying, right? Rapid fire mini rings, that's a crowd pleaser. But in my opinion, if you're really looking to impress, you have to zero. If you're not familiar with zeroing out a bong hit, that is when you do not exhale. You keep it inside of you until it disappears. <laughs> absorbing into your DNA until you become 0.01% THC. <laughs> That's right. To zero out a hit, you have to have two willingnesses. <laughs> First, this is a mind over matter event. You have to be willing to put mind over matter. It is a feat akin to dunking yourself in ice water or walking on coals. Second, you must be willing to uh, just put your respiratory system through pretty much smoke drowning for a party trick. And I am not proud to say that I am proud that I have both those willingnesses. And... Uh, I start zeroing out this hit, and I go through all the phases. You know, the chipmunk, the, the sippy cup. All the way to the chin choke. Until it's gone. There's nothing. And I open my mouth and nothing comes out. And in that moment, I realized that zeroing out a hit is super anticlimactic. <laughs> it's like a reverse magic trick. People have too many questions to be impressed. They're like, what the fuck just happened? And that's when I know that I have crossed the line from impressing anybody. And I say the only thing that a super stoner can say. Let's go get some fucking Thai food. <laughs> Thank you guys, I'm Monty. Monty Montabar! <clears throat> Man, what a great story. Um, awesome. Good blaze bit. Good blaze bit. So um, let's jump to this next segment here. We got we got a little bit more high. Um, and this is uh, this is going to be called I'm Too Effing High the Game. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> so. I feel duped. I feel like there was, like there was a, the energy in the air was that there was going to be a video. <laughs> <laughs> we all were right. We all were like. It's all a part of our I plan. Felt like really for a video and it was just a moment of music that's all and i just feel let down <laughs> also is this a joint or a turkey leg <laughs> fair enough fair enough yeah 
No, I um, literally came out. <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be a body part. It took me forever, and I was like, "That's a terrible arm, or a le- like that's not real." And then, yeah. For the longest time, I thought it was a baseball bat. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, it, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, like a really tall ice cream cone. <laughs> <laughs> like fire ice cream, flaming hot fire Cheeto ice flavored cream. ice cream. Oh. <laughs> I can't contribute to this run, but all all of those were very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <I'm- laughs> that was nice. Though. I real I realized in that story that apparently when I'm high, I find lists stressful. And there were so many lists oh, in yeah. that story. Oh, yeah. And I, yeah. I was so tense. I got so tense the whole time. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, I'm sorry. I feel like, oh, come we should. You can do a challenge. I love it. No, it's great. It's great. Um, so this is a, a little bit of a memory game here. Okay, you guys are high. <laughs> and um, Just list, list off your favorite. Yeah. We're, we're going to try, uh, your challenge here is you guys are going to try together to sing uh, the 12 Days of Christmas song. Oh, God. And remember as much of it as you can. I love and this great song. It's a great song. It's a great song. Beautiful song. And whatever. Uh, it's just a list. It's literally a list. I'm, I'm putting you through your trauma right now while you're high, and I'm so sorry. I had no idea. Oh, no. We're going to do this. We got Giovanni, it. We got, Giovanni, it. We got, we got this. We got this. All right. All right. Uh, Can we DJ get a Blue pitch Dream? pipe? Yeah, do we be- <laughs> DJ Blue Dream, do you by chance have an instrumental here, maybe? Or? Oh, that would yeah, that, be great. That would be really helpful. Not like we'll need it, but, you know, for you guys. <laughs> just to help with the... It's good to help with the... the Oh, that's yeah. fine too. <laughs> yeah, you can just play <laughs> no. that. No, 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 no. That's cheating. That's cheating. <sighs> um, um. Okay, I got it. I got okay. it. Yes. Okay, here we go. Oh my so. God! What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> this now. This character. This character is getting layers. more and more interesting. This character had layers. <laughs> All right. Should we go down the line? No, we do it all together. Oh, we do it all together, right? Yeah. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two French hens in a pear tree. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four golden corners. Golden corners? Four golden corners, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. The fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five golden rings, right? Four French corners, three turtle doves, two French hens, in a pear tree on the sixth focus Christmas my true love gave to me six leaping gentlemen 
four French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love came to me. Seven pins a hopping, six Five golden rings. Turtle. Core golden corners. Three turtle doves. <laughs> Eighth day of Christmas. My true love gave to me. Eight pops. <laughs> Four French hens, three turtle doves, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love came to me. Nine. Oh my God. Eight popsicle popsicles, one popsicles. Four golden corners, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the tenth day of Christmas, we got a couple left. Ten. Please stop the song. Nine to the side. In a pear tree. No. Golden ring. Four golden corners, three. Lords a leaping, right? French hens. I don't know the rest. Um, but I'm so glad you got that. I know that one. Okay. Um, Two turtle doves, <laughs> a partridge <laughs> in a pear tree. Four corner Last corners, one. three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Here we go. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Twelve lords a leaping, eleven lords a leaping, eight lords a milking, nine lords a swimming, eight lords a leaping, seven lords a leaping, six lords a leaping, five lords a leaping, four lords a leaping, three lords a leaping, two lords a leaping, and one lord a leaping. Give him a round of applause. So let's just say, let's just check it with the lyrics real fast. Let's see what we came up oh with God, here. You were typing it the whole time. We've got a partridge in a pear tree, two turtle doves, three French hens, two turtle doves, four golden quarters, five golden rings, six leaping donuts, seven hens a hopping, eight popsicles. Popsicles what? Popsicles. Nine indistinct noises. Ten, please stop the song. Eleven, Lord a leaping. Yeah. Twelve, Lords a leaping. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Well done. It's like you know, there was Alien and then there was Aliens. <laughs> it's the second vote. Yeah. yeah. You guys, okay. The, so the super, the super unfortunate thing about this whole situation <laughs> is that I 
one, have a beautiful voice. <laughs> you, you Two, do. You I know it. all of the words to that song. And it was like, this is my moment. <laughs> this is my moment. This is that moment in the movie where like all odds were against you. You look like a fucking idiot. And then you redeem yourself with this wonderful moment. And I fucking blew it at four. No, that moment could <gasps> never happen with this song. Like th this song could never give you Everyone that moment. Everyone would have been so impressed but now <laughs> if you, if you no one will ever know it would have been oh yeah oh my god the I list love it. it was a, such a list it was it was perfect <laughs> the only song that's a list <laughs> maybe not but it does feel like, that we way. didn't start like, the fire that's our next challenge <laughs> <laughs> guys let's do this last uh set of uh uh this last segment here and uh this one you guys are going to do together okay. um yes. and this segment yeah. is called deweeded scenes all my weed is gone all my weed is gone all my all my all my all my all my weed is gone this scene has been deweeded <laughs> so you guys are going to do deleted scenes. Is, is basically we're going to give you a uh, um, situation of, of of a scene or or a movie or a play or something like that, and you're going to act it out together. And so your your scenario here is that um, everybody called in sick for the Christmas Carol. This is the play, the Christmas Carol, mm, okay. except for you three. So you guys are left to try to do. Uh, the play and play as all the characters. <laughs> Does that make sense? Uh -huh. Great, awesome. Um, so this is uh, this is the Christmas Carol. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is the Christmas Carol played by three actors. Seven o'clock and all is well. Seven o'clock and all is well. I'm just counting money. Uh, uh, Mr. Scrooge. <laughs> what? What the fuck do you want? Uh, uh, Don't you see I, I have coins? Listen, listen Bob Cratchit, you're trash. Your family's a bunch of shit. I got nothing to learn from you. I hate the holidays. Oh, where's my sleep cot? Uh, okay, I'll, uh, I'll go home and tell my wife. And disappoint her. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Blackout. <laughs> Interior night. <laughs> it's Scrooge's inside of his house. Darling, darling. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> clinkity, 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 clinkity. Oh, it's, it's yours. It's oh. your turn. Oh, it is, it is my scene. <laughs> I was confused. Oh, what oh, so oh, in God's name you want? I've been trying to sleep. I don't celebrate Christmas. Ding. Who are you? Oh, my God, you're a ghost from the past. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. No, I'm not. Not yet. I'm not. You mistake me, sir. I am Jacob Marley. Oh, oh, fuck yes. I wouldn't. <laughs> of course. Yes. I wouldn't. I wouldn't normally. I wouldn't normally negate Look, a fellow improviser, but this once, <laughs> I no, have you're to absolutely get it right, right and let you you're know who I right. really am. Clankety, clankety. Oh, Jacob Marley. It's me, <laughs> your me old a... business partner. <laughs> right. Jacob Marley. Yes. And I'm, you need 
least you have Christmas in your heart. How? <laughs> the fuck off. No! I come from a place, a place of pain because of the way we lived, Scrooge. I have a b- orphans to whip, if you don't mind. Tonight, you, you will be visited by three ghosts. The ghost of the past, oh. the ghost of your present, the ghost of your future. Oh, what did you just say? I was be- gorging myself with ham. Beheed my words. I've got nothing to learn. Beheed my words. <laughs> Beheed my words. <laughs> Chime! Chime of the clock for the time. Uh, what now? <laughs> oh my god! Who are you? I'm your your past. Oh All come of on. The terrible things you did are coming back to you now. Oh I'm I'm sorry, I I, I oh. bit all those animals. I did a lot of terrible things. Oh, what's this? It's, oh, it's someone taking me into my past. Oh, there I am, throwing rocks and jumping at them. God, I was a stupid child. Yes, you were. Oh, but I'm having fun. Oh, (laughs) who was I then? What were you then? (laughs) That's me. Yes. Thank you for showing me that. You're welcome. Did you like oh, it? I loved it. Oh, good. It definitely felt like Christmas. Well, that's but I need all at least I two more ghosts to <laughs> learn my lesson. Who is it now? Why is that funny? That's horrible news. Oh my God. You're a heartless asshole. Well, I guess my husband's sick. Next ghost. Spoon. Aha. so jovial. If it was a musical, my song would be a big crowd pleaser. (laughs) Oh. I have fun looking at you. Thank you. Please stay. No, uh, please. It's wonderful. No. Never. No, come on. You're doing everything. Oh, God, that was so fun. I, oh, I'm back to sleep. (laughs) I have another ghost to have to see, I guess. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. That's definitely the Grim Reaper. This is horrible. 
I was having so much fun earlier. Oh, no. Oh, is that me? She's pointing to the grave. <laughs> Gosh. Well. Um, Oh, right. This is what woke Scrooge up, like hearing this, these women, these cackling harpy women. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Oh, it's Christmas. Oh, no. Oh, I had a lot more fun in the future when, I mean, in the present, but now that looking at the future, I'm gonna go to a grave. That's not what I want. I'll be nice to people. That's Christmas kindness. All right, let's try that. Here, here, have a chicken nugget. Here, here. <laughs> Have a frosty. Oh, Christmas! <laughs> That's the way it seems! That was so impressive. That was so impressive. Great job. Um, that was, uh, what a blast, you guys. So, so you came here, you got high. You got put on the spot. You had to do these comedic challenges. How uh, here we are at the end of the show. How how are you guys doing? You still high? You feel good? I've got an audition in a few minutes. Um, <laughs> I feel really warmed up for that. Yeah, you're warm. You're warm. Um, I feel I feel great. That was super fun. Yeah. I'm just so impressed with how well she knew the entire story. I know that was incredible. Yeah, Giovanni, how you doing? I guess I just want people to know that he did get a turkey for Bob Cratchit and that that, that that part of the story did tie up so that you don't think that he was just a dick all the way through. He did like turn it around at the end, but he does have to live with that. But I guess I just, that's what I really wanted. I just was, I felt sad that I, I didn't get to leave you with that on that high note, you know? But yeah, that's, that's what happens just so you guys can sleep well. 
It does feel like you were trying to redeem, like for your own self, after the not getting to do the Chris, the yeah. what is this on the twelve yeah. days of Christmas thing? Yeah. You wanted yeah. to make sure. I did. I did. I and then I just felt like I, I did. I assess the situation. Did I just steamroll the whole? It. No, you did. You did so great. It was amazing. I I feel like I'm I'm normally a better sharer. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was perfect. No, it was perfect. Yeah. Um, give these guys a round of applause. Before we say goodnight here, uh, we're going to be reminded of everything that happened in the show through freestyle rap. Please welcome with the wrap-up, Sean Fisher. All right, help us remember. Oh, Oh, that's a fun rendition of that song. Yeah. All right, let's get that beat going. Yes. All right. Mm. Okay, yeah. All right. All right. I should start. I suppose. Wish I could just this shit with my eyes closed. Yeah, real quick, I gotta say this. Everybody give it up again for Philip Lavis. Yeah. Yeah, rap sweet, not savory. Also, let's give it up for the one who represented us, Avery. Yes, huh? She got it right on this stage. Yeah. Oh, she was so interesting and she stayed real engaged. It was nice. And then she left at a good time. <laughs> that was real considerate. Oh, say I'm gonna just keep on going so legitimate. Yeah, man, I'm just gonna keep rapping off of them. My dome. Yeah, what you said, there was be an elf in every home. Yeah, that's so great. I will make sure it's complete. You were representing eyes, lips, and face, but no, sweet. It will be a elbows, legs, and feet. <laughs> yeah, man, that is neat. What I am just saying, I will just keep on pursuing what I'm doing, man. I know that I will just go off congruent. Yeah, I am just a nuisance, man. I'm real haughty. I'm getting notified that people acting naughty. Oh, yeah, then Monty, he came out. Oh, me, that dude could be my homie. Pina Colada Sovi. Man, what a fucking specific reference. Oh, it hit me right here. That's my preference of comedy. Yeah, man, I'm bombing. See, no, man, I'm opposite. I'm a comic. You can't see this, and I'm just going off the apocalypse. Okay, I'm going to keep on rapping. I'm going to list this. Oh, man, much better version of 12 Days of Christmas. Put it on your gift list. Put it on a t-shirt. Yeah, man, I just want to next year just say these words. These words. No, see, you expected a video right there, what I just did. I was just fucking tricking you. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Just sell it as apparel. I'm serious. Oh, yeah. They also did the Christmas Carol. I'm delirious. Yeah, man. I'm near to it. Okay. I fear this shit. I guess I'm just going to stop real quick. And you are so endearing with this, man. I will say there was no comedy prevention. And Giovanni, congratulations on your cool redemption. Woo! Sean Fisher. Did you guys have fun with us tonight? We do this show uh, the first Saturday of every month. Uh, Starting in January, we're moving to 10 p.m. right here. First Saturday every month at 10 p.m. Yeah, so going to be a little bit earlier. Uh, And uh, we're also, it's a podcast, new episodes every Tuesday. We get some of LA's best comedians high, have them do comedic challenges. Check it out. Uh, and get home safe, you guys. Stay to FNI. Thanks so much.
Have you ever encountered an unexplained hairy bipedal hominid in the woods? Have you received telepathic messages from an unidentified aerial phenomenon? If so, then you need to listen to Bigfoot Collectors Club. I'm Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And together with super producer... Riley Bray. We make up the Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's right. Every week we talk to actors, comedians, writers, and paranormal experts about their personal paranormal histories and share stories of high strangeness. Like the time when we talked to Craig Ferguson about the Loch Ness Monster and when a sea witch told him he had raven magic. Or the time I asked Pitch Perfect's Anna Camp her opinion on cattle mutilations. Past guests have included Rachel Bloom, Jen Kirkman, Paul F. Tompkins, Bobcat Goldthwait, and more. So if you've ever been abducted alongside five reindeer by an alien with grills for hands, or witnessed Bigfoot crawl out of an interdimensional portal, don't laugh, happens all the time. Then check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Bigfoot Bigfoot Collectors Collectors Club, you're here to believe believe us. Wait, is that how it goes? Campfire.